Halloween already? It seemed to Lucy Stone that summer was hardly over. Even the trees had only just begun to turn in these last sultry days of September. Well, she admitted to herself, a few maples had blazed into bright displays of yellow, but the hills around Tinker's Cove, Maine were still mostly green. Nevertheless, the cut glass canister full of candy corn that had appeared in Country Cousins, the coastal town's general store, was a sure predictor of the coming holiday. The canister appeared every year, and shoppers were invited to guess how many pieces of candy corn it contained. The winner got a $250 gift certificate. Can I have some candy, Nana? Lucy smiled down at her grandson, who was standing in front of the penny candy display, gazing longingly at the jars full of colorful treats. Patrick was four years old, and Lucy was taking care of him while his parents were overseas in Haiti. Lucy's son, Toby, who was pursuing a business degree, had received a fellowship to study fish farming there. But Haiti? she'd asked when he announced the project. Isn't that awfully dangerous? It's a terrific opportunity, Toby had replied. Lucy had turned to Molly, her daughter-in-law. Are you in favor of this? she asked. Toby's right. It would be a shame to pass it up. Lucy thought of the photos she'd seen of the slums in Haiti, the ramshackle structures that served as homes, and the faces of sick and hungry children, often with flies crawling on their skin. But what about Patrick? You're certainly not planning to take him to Haiti, are you? That's where you come in, said Toby. We're hoping Patrick can stay with you and Dad while we're gone. Lucy didn't hesitate, not for one fleeting nanosecond. Of course, I'd be delighted. She adored Patrick, her only grandchild, and treasured every moment spent with him. We'll be gone for about four months, said Molly. Not a problem, said Lucy, unable to restrain herself from smiling. Four months of bliss baking chocolate chip cookies together, popping corn and watching animated DVDs, and reading favorite children's books like Make Way for Ducklings and Blueberries for Sal. Molly and Toby shared a glance. We know how much you love Patrick, began Toby. But you do tend to spoil him, said Molly. Which is understandable and fine if it's only for a few hours said Toby. But he can't have unlimited sweets and TV and McDonald's for four months, warned Molly. I wouldn't dream of, began Lucy, sputtering. I raised Toby, you know, and I think he would agree that Bill and I were rather strict parents. That's true, agreed Toby, as a smile crept across his face. You were strict parents, but you two are not strict grandparents. He can't have sweets, absolutely no candy, no sugary drinks, and no ice cream, began Molly. Lucy wanted to protest that a wee bit of sugar and carbonation never hurt anyone, and that ice cream was made from calcium-rich milk, but bit her tongue. No TV except for an hour or two on the weekend, continued Molly, and no fast food ever. Lots of fruits and vegetables, said Toby. But no fruit juice, it's full of sugar, cautioned Molly, and only fat-free milk. And he needs plenty of exercise, 
advised Toby. That will be Bill's department, said Lucy. He'll love tossing a football with Patrick. Molly's eyebrows shot up. No TV sports. I don't want him sitting on a couch for hours, watching grown men in helmets brutally attacking each other. But Bill loves the Patriots, said Lucy, wishing she could suck the words right back into her mouth. Dad could watch at a friend's house, right? suggested Toby. Sure, said Lucy, knowing full well that was not going to happen. On Sunday afternoons, Bill liked to be close to his own TV and beer fridge. So when do we start? she asked.